1: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
0: I'm Rob Black talking money invested in more. Jacques Pony, that famous French retailer. Has announced management shakeup and cuts 360 jobs. JC Penny, oh it's JC Penny, not Jacques Penny. I'm
1: French! Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king?
0: Announcing 130 job cuts at its corporate headquarters in Plano, Texas, and 230 cuts from within stores. company's also shaking up its leadership team. They think they're going to save $25 million annually. Do you remember when Ron Johnson, who was kind of one of the big big wigs who at Apple, he made the Apple store at the Apple store? He went to J.C. Penney's, and everyone was like, ooh. Ooh, he's going to do the store inside the store thing, and they're going to do free haircuts or something to get people there on Saturdays and Sundays. Didn't quite work out. Amazon versus like great internet leader, internet store leader who had the iPhone to work with versus restructuring. Who's going to win that rock scissors paper? So I look at JCPenney's and I'm like, ooh, glad I don't live in Plano, Texas. Because that's a lot of people losing jobs. Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source dot com. Good day. Real estate sometimes really is all about where the the jobs are, on some levels, and then there's the other side of it where the vacations are.
1: Yeah, it's definitely following the flow of money. If, if, if simply put, the high paying jobs have the high expensive
0: crap housing. Then you get some areas that there's like medium paying jobs, but they have super high end housing because there's more land, and then you get. Super low end where you get landlords who put people in tenements and uh, uh, rental buildings that are poorly maintained, so real estate really does tie back to the money on some
1: levels, yeah, and amenities as well i you you can go and look at any top ten cities in the United States to move to, uh, and it changes um you know you see the same ones um, like two or three of them uh, year over year, but uh, they always have the same thing, Rob. They have a, a good college or two, a um, couple of good hospitals, um, you know, a nice river or something going through to a lake, and um, and then the jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the universities pump out some good educated people, and they th- stick them in some good companies. And the companies go, oh, there's some good tax laws here, and we start throwing some um, more businesses start coming, and we're seeing those in a lot of second tier cities right now. Uh, and then you kind of compare it to the Bay Area where. Everything is expensive. Uh, rents, uh, home prices, travel is getting expensive because you're traveling farther. You're spending more money on depreciation, gas, parking, tolls. Tolls have gone up. I, I mean, I've been, I was here in 2005, and the toll was three dollars, I think, and now it's seven. It's like you know, it keeps everything's getting more expensive, and um, and it is there is a little bit of the pushing out of the the. You know those lower, mid, and upper ranges, but the lower end is really getting hit. There's, you were just talking earlier about buying a million dollar shack in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, what would that shack be worth? Eh, you know, thirty, forty miles away, not a million dollars, quite a bit less, but about ten thousand. Yeah. Um, so we're missing a little bit of the, the affordable housing part of the our our microeconomy here. This is interesting. I talked to my TV boss. Uh, the guy from CNET, Brian Cooley, he brought me
0: to the Bay Area 20 years know, ago. Yeah, I met Brian a couple times. So he lived in Moran, and originally, when I moved to the Bay Area, my job was in San Francisco 20 years ago. So I would work. I, I picked Sausalito. I was living on the East Coast. I didn't know the Bay Area well. I didn't realize Sausalito was such a tourist town mistake. Later, i chose choose San Rafael, which was much nicer, and then Corta Madero, which was nicer. I chose Corte Madera. And then I went to San Francisco full on. And then I went to the peninsula. And what's interesting to note about that is like, he goes, Rob, when you got here, Marin was more expensive than the peninsula. Cause we have mm-hmm. trees. We have like close to San Francisco and guess what's now it's all in the peninsula. Yeah. And I'm like, well back then, you
1: know, Google wasn't Google. Facebook wasn't Facebook. Yeah, Silicon Valley really exploded and and brought a lot of people a little farther south. Um, But you have to admit, though, that a lot of the communities in the peninsula are are really growing nicely. Um, A lot of good gentrification. uh, But the properties that you really are seeing um, blooming very well are surrounded by good schools and those amenities that we were talking about. Um, And then it's all blending together, though, when you really think about it. it doesn't matter where you are. Just people are saying, "I want to park myself in the peninsula. I want to park my family here." Um, you know, one point two million dollar, um, two bedroom, one bath property. Rob, I mean, we're looking at, in San Mateo, and they're selling in eight days. Yeah,
0: and you can't get anything for less than two million in Palo Alto. You can't get anything nice in San Carlos for less than one four, one five. Um, so the price points are getting kind of crazy. You remember last year, Ed Lee died from San Francisco, the mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a proponent of of, put, of getting businesses back in San Francisco. His successor, London breed is a native of San Francisco who grew up in public housing and described herself as a lifelong renter. She just did an up op- op-ed piece. Her family of five lived on $900 a month. She wrote last year for the op-ed San Francisco examiner recycling meant drinking out of old mayonnaise jars. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but um, so she's a lifelong renter and, It's kind of interesting because I know people who make $250,000 a year and they're renters, and they wouldn't even think about dedicating so much of their salary. Now, they like the lifestyle. They love Napa and Wine Country and Tahoe and Truckee and let's go to the beach, Monterey, and that's super nice. And there's some high-end hotels and some high-end restaurants, shows and things like that. But uh, the median rent in San Francisco is $4,400 now. $4,400 is the median so lifelong renter, mayor of the city. I don't know. If they, they, there's no irony in that, but there is something interesting that like, doesn't the mayor get to live in the mayor's house and, you know, still lifelong renter.
1: So that's what we got there. Um, we know a lot of people that rent. I, I remember I, I had a friend not too long ago actually said, um, the wife said, I don't want to know anybody that rents. And, I thought that was kind of interesting to say, because most of the people, about 50% of the people I know that rent and 50% um, I know that own a property. But I, I think it's once you have children, I think you want to know the people that have a house because they have a yard. Uh, and well, unless you're renting a house and you have a yard. And I think that's really the connection a lot of people are making in these communities and, and why you see more and more properties like a two bedroom, and one bath with a yard sell for one to one and a half million dollars in the peninsula because that's what they're getting. They're getting the yard, they're getting the community, they're getting the friends and that social life that they really want. Um I think it's a big step, Rob, for a lot of people in the Bay Area to move from renting to to buying. I deal with it on a daily basis. I'm working with a couple right now who just he's been renting for years. He owns ten properties, but he rents. Um that's because he just he couldn't find, you know, that that motivation to buy, but he's having a child and now he's going to buy. So um We see it all. Uh, It's interesting that you say that, because
0: Business Insider just released a a poll that California came in 50th place in the ranking of U.S. states by quality of life. When you measure in air quality, pollution, community engagement, and voter participation, I found voter participation to be kind of interesting, because you do want to hang out with people that vote the same way you do, or you don't want to hang out with people that, like most people, I'm saying. But the community engagement, you're like, you talked about gentrification. There's no gentrification. I could tell you on the peninsula that
1: there is people. I'll, are not, I'll disagree a little bit with you on that. People are not working. Together. Well, that's why we're 50th out of 50. So because we, we can't get along. There's no socialization. going. All we have to do is just get we're along. We're too busy.
0: Wrong. I just want to get along. Okay. Don't, don't hijack the show. This is a, we're talking about real estate and investing. We're not talking about your bad quotes from movies that you care about that no one else does. <laughs> You can find Tony Mendez at com. That's Source.com. You can find me at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in the 8th in Foster City. Go to Rob Black Show. Sign up at uh, Code Radio 25. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, in more. You ever want to hang out with a guy who puts his hands inside of puppets and makes them talk and make them act like they're real living human beings, even though we know they're puppets? You can use that side of his voice thing, the ventriloquism, which was a really cool thing when you watched Scooby-Doo as a kid. But as you got older, you're like, ventriloquist. This guy's making 10 figures doing the ventriloquist thing. Seriously. Winners can receive a pair of tickets to see Jeff Dunham, America's Favorite Ventriloquist, Wednesday, March 7th, 2018. I got two sets of two. Which, let me get out my abacus real quick. Move left over to the right. Click, click. And move it back over and shake it. That's four tickets. I got two sets of two. Two sets of two. Jeff Dunham, America's Favorite Ventriloquist. He's bringing his cast of characters on the road to SAP Center at San Jose for his passively aggressive tour. We all know someone passively aggressive with over a million YouTube subscribers and over a billion views. Dunham has carved out his unique space in comedy, leading uh, big old Comedy Central to record-breaking viewerships. I think that comedy special pulled in 70 people, which on cable is really tall. And passively aggressive is sure to be unlike any comedy show out there. So it's not. It's Wednesday the 7th. It's less than a week away. I got two sets of two for you. You can call 800 516 1220 to get those tickets. It's 800 516 1220 to get those tickets. Winning. It's the Jeff Dunham Show. Guy who likes to put his hands up, sucks, and Go! make them talk. Every kid had a moment where they wanted to be a ventriloquist, and well, I grew out of mine. So, a lot going on. Tony Mendez, Bay Source.com, A lot going on with the stock market, a lot going on with the 10 year treasury, a lot going on with mortgage rates and windy lock and windy not lock um i was really surprised to see california's quality of life ranking 50th out of 50 states and of course you know you look at la they're going to suck up a lot of that and then the you know the peninsula is going to suck up a lot of it because of traffic uh, california came in 50th when you considered metrics like air quality pollution community engagement voter participation um Social environment, compromising community engagement, social support, voter participation, um, all did very, very well. Now, we have a great economy, but that doesn't support great communities. I kind of agree with this report. The quality of life is great if, like for instance, this weekend I can go to Half Moon Bay along with 40,000 other people. So. There we go. And. Uh, that's the problem when a small city becomes a, a a big town a big town becomes a big city uh,
1: things do change so uh, I disagree with it a little bit um, I think Californians might just be a little bit too sensitive when it comes to things like that I, I one of the reasons I moved here is I, I noticed Californians like to they, they make an extra effort to find time to do things. Um, and there are plenty of things to do. You can go to the coast, you can go to the beach, you know, North, the trees, the, the Tahoes, the skiing, the fishing, either it, it offers everything, and um, there used to be a lot of these commercials that would come on and that would uh, support, you know, California vacations and um, how great the state is. and And I kind of was, I got caught up into it, and I really started doing a lot of things, and I enjoy it. Um, I think it's all about a state of mind. I think a lot of people have pressures, um, socio economical pressures that. Uh, like money and traffic and, and where, where to put the kid in school. I'm, I'm like, Oh, I can't put that kid in that school. And then, um, Bart doesn't go far enough. I have to drive and, you know, all these things start adding up. And, um, but I think if you go out to, uh, you know, there's another site article just to a story like that where people are moving to Sacramento and they're going, I'm going to improve my, my living and, and, or my quality of living. And buy a house and have that yard and have the the community engagement and a lot of people are doing that. They're figuring out ways to do it. I think that's where Californians, I think, are resilient. And uh, I I'm really surprised we're fiftieth. Yeah, really surprised. And I'm, well, but I'm, it's just uh, an opinion. And, you know, it's it's an opinion of you know U.S. World News. And um, I bet you you ask ten people were in in the state, and then I will be first. Depends on where you are. Yeah. So
0: It's uh, city dwellers often face higher rates on crime, pollution, social isolation, environmental stresses that rural areas don't. And, you know, this was interesting. I was talking to my TV boss, my CNEP boss from years and years ago. He goes, When you moved here, Rob, uh, San Francisco was like a number eight media market, San Jose was number six. Now we're basically considered number three as more and more people have moved here. Uh, the bay area used to not be as dense as la and new york but it's becoming as dense as la in new york and it's number three t- media market now so it's when you w- look at rates for radio stations and you look at rates for television it's slipping it's slipping it's slipping but the size of the potential audience is growing and growing and growing uh because of again the density and uh, it's interesting to note out there i think uh when it comes to buying a home i think that's one of the bigger things that we all have questions and you're helping me right now with a mortgage and putting together terms that I need to, to sign and approve and earnest money and going through all that right now. Um, I remember I once dated a, a girl whose mother kind of lived in the country of Pennsylvania and she would drive by this house because I want that house. And cause it had no neighbors. <laughs> I was just looking at some places in the Tahoe Truckee area. And uh, one of the selling points is you don't see any neighbors Density is becoming a bigger issue, I think, for a lot of people, a selling point, per se.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And that's that. That's why single-family residences are the hot product right now. I don't want to call it a product, the hot house, the hot item. And it will continue to be that way, especially in a place like the Bay Area, where uh, you're fighting for a piece of land, Rob. You're fighting for a piece of a community. Um, I think the, you know, I have a client that's in a condo. And he's like, "I want to buy a 1.5 million dollar house," and it, our home price is going to go up. Find the right community, and f- find a community that, that's growing, and you, you trust your realtor in that respect. Hopefully, you can trust them, um, and then you know you, you guarantee a little bit. M- more of the, the return on not just the house, but your, your lifestyle. Why would you buy a $1.5 million house unless you need a $1.5 million house? And there's only so many reasons you need it. And, and that's what Californians are looking for right now. Uh, I would not buy a condo in, unless I was single or a couple at, at best. And if I had a family, I'd go for a house. And that's what everybody eventually wants. They want a house. That's, what, that's why the Peninsula is doing what it's doing, because the jobs are close by.
0: Big event coming up. <clears throat> retirement Income Strategies and estate Planning Seminar. Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City. Registration is $25. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It'd be hard to even know where to begin. CFP Chad Burton, myself, Tony Mendez, Michelle Lerman, all going to be there talking about 401ks, retirement, real estate, mortgages, mortgage rates, housing, stocks, state planning. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, but you can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. That's less than a week away on Thursday from 6.30 to 8.30, so I'll be tired next Friday. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
1: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7.
0: I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. I'm speaking with a legendary Tony Mendez. Legendary. Really? When you do this long enough, you become a legend. You've been doing it long enough. People know who you are. It's 130% true. So let's talk about some real estate issues out there. And uh, forgive me, I'm not talking about the stock market. I don't like talking about the stock market every day. I think it's a bad thing to get into, uh, mentally speaking. I think you kind of get caught up in the, oh, my God, the market's down again. Now what do I do? Um, kind of mentality. We get the same kind of calls in real estate, Rob. Okay. So, with that being said, um, mortgage applications may trigger competitors to tempt you with offers. That's one of the things I hate right now. I'm going through a mortgage application with you. You got any calls yet? Um, I've not gotten calls that I'm aware of, but I could tell you the cookies on my computer are all geared towards mortgage lending, mortgage applications, refi. This yeah, as
1: soon as you as soon as you start shopping or doing anything. I I get them on my computer all the time, of course, but uh, this one in particular is talking about when your credit report is run through a commercial transaction like a mortgage, uh, places like Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian um, can sell very quickly that information in blocks to advertisers, and you'll start getting cold calls. Um, Unfortunately, not all of them are respectable, and you have to be very careful. Number one, shopping can hurt your credit score. That's the first thing. Number two. Two is they could be bait bait and switch. Uh, And three, a lot of them are misrepresenting themselves, saying they're calling from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, which they aren't. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will never call you to sell you a loan unless you already own a loan. Uh, And they're calling to get your house back. Oh, wait.
0: Fannie Mae's on the phone. Let's get to Fannie Mae real quick. Hello? Tony, can you get me a loan?
1: Who is this? (laughs) Fannie Mae. How can I help you? (laughs) Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will never call
0: you. (laughs)
1: It's not going to work. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a telemarketing scheme and uh, they're, they're looking, they're saying, okay, you're doing a transaction. We want a little piece of that. Um, Unfortunately, it does work and a lot of people get, um, I don't want to say suckered into it, but um, they fall for it and they end up with, you know, uh, some person in Minnesota or something like that. And, you know, you never know if the transaction is going to go through and I'd be careful. But yeah, that's, that is what's happening with
0: people's information. So I saw something yesterday. I got an email from someone about prepaying their mortgage. I'm like, I haven't heard this in a while. It's funny how it's a very, very cyclical. And there's an Australian firm, she said. Oh, yeah, that one. Who, it's called the Mortgage Accelerator. We've got software that will teach you, blimey, how to pay down your mortgage faster than seven years. You'll have it paid off.
1: It's an interesting product. I was presented
0: that once. Yeah. And uh, for three to $4,000 a month, they're going to teach you how to write a check,
1: put it in an envelope, lick a stamp, and send in a payment. Yeah, this one's a little bit, uh, the one that I know is a little bit different, where they, they basically, they say you have a $300,000 mortgage and you have $400,000 in the bank. And what they do is they, they essentially take your money and they pay off the mortgage for 29 days of the month. And then for the last day of the month, they take out a mortgage so you're paying interest only for one day of the month and you do that for a period of time and you eventually save basically 29 days of interest or you know you're paying 12 12 days of interest a year uh but every time you do that transaction they're they're literally doing a refinance every month. And that that starts racking up. So the fees are like there's forty, so, fifty thousand dollars. There's, so, yeah, many there's so many of these things. But for most people, there, there's only a couple. there's a couple ways you can do it. You can I do buy weekly payments or you can just send them an extra payment.
0: Or mm-hmm. you can just
1: put it in a bank account or a stock account and call
0: it, call it my day. future my future real estate money. And it doubles every seven point two years. It's people think I could save money by not paying interest, but they forget that they could earn money by
1: creating income. Um, and if it's it's an investment property, I can see that a different way. If you're making a little bit of profit and you want to put something to do it, get, get the house free and clear for more income in retirement. I can see that as Mm -hmm. a better plan based on what your financial planner is saying. Uh, but I see that as a little bit better plan. I've actually done that on one of my properties, Rob, and and it's accelerated a little bit, you know, I've gone from, okay, it's 10 years to be paid off. Now it's nine years and it's eight years, but it only took one year to do that it's like a, there's some there are some ways to do it but you you don't want to spend extra money to do it i'm getting cash flow with that being said
0: <clears throat> there's some, a lot of stories right now about people leaving the peninsula on record flows uh, people who've been here for 10 plus years um, are saying it's getting too dense and mm. you know we don't need this anymore There's not old news yeah well they're, they're, the the building codes on like el camino on the peninsula right now you could basically build a eight story building right next to the train Caltrain. Yep. And it's, it's like, do we really, we're going that direction. We are basically going to be, uh, not Shanghai. That's, that's totally, we're going to be Brooklyn before
1: Brooklyn became Shanghai. Right. So, and, uh, I think well, that's, there's, you know, the Bay area leads the nation and people looking out of their own city or metropolitan area for housing, Um I think it was it was up like four hundred and something percent back in like two thousand sixteen, and went up like three hundred last year. So more more and more people are looking out of the area. Sacramento is the number one place where people are moving, um, and they're looking for a lifestyle. They're looking for a house. They're yeah. looking you know, and, and a lot of like what what what's going along with this, Rob, and it's it's probably the most important part piece to this is that jobs are also moving there companies are figuring out that um young people are moving and another interesting part of that stat is it the 25 to 34 year olds make up the majority of the people that are moving because that's their their dream is to buy a house their parents bought a house they did well with it they did well in california and it's it's i don't want to say it's a snowball effect but it is you know the hand feeding the other hand just
0: say it it's a snowball effect. <laughs>
1: I guess that's the kind of a weird roundabout way of saying what you want to say
0: without saying it. Um, well, you know, Amazon wasn't but, looking for a second headquarters because they wanted to leave Seattle. It's because that they want to hire people who aren't being compensated at Seattle levels.
1: So that's why they're looking at Atlanta. That's why they're looking at uh, Austin. Well, Seattle won last year. They they were the highest um, appreciating city in the United States because of you know that mentality because of Amazon. Yeah, let's so, just say it because of Amazon. The traffic stinks there. Does it? Oh, yeah.
0: So. Oh, Anyhow, yeah. Um, buying a home sight unseen as a mortgage lender, and you're doing that with me right now, I'm ordering appraisals. I'm going through, you know, having people look at some places and such.
1: Um, you saw the house, though. I know. Sure, right? yeah. I know. I couldn't imagine not seeing the house. Yeah. It's a large percentage. Uh, I think it's what, 40, 45 percent? What is it? Um, that's up from 33 percent. 30, uh, 35%, 35% of the people who buy houses in, in the nation sight unseen. It's a little dangerous to do that. And what it does is it also sets a, uh, I, I don't think I would, as a listing agent, would not even take an offer for somebody who hasn't seen the house because it sets them up for, okay, I got my offer accepted and now I'm gonna go see the house. And then they go, okay, it, I'm going to back out. And it just creates more 57%
0: work. of people yeah.
1: who bought a house in Los Angeles last year, made it sight unseen. Yeah.
0: Even you know when I do that, there's going to be a big old steaming pile of poo. <laughs> like when I go see the, I'll be like, I just paid a million seven for this house. They didn't take ah. a picture of that one poo wall? Let's take a look at the, in the garage. There's a big fresh pile of steaming poo. <laughs> Let's go look at the toilets. like, there's poo in the bathtub. I'm going to be the guy who buys Sight Unseen, and it's going to be the poo house.
1: I've done a couple, we've, we've done a couple transactions like this, and they, they worked out very well. Okay, good. Um, uh of course you know the, you have to really trust your realtor and trust the you know about the community that you're buying in um the, the main reason here of course is you, you want to get your offer in fast um here you, you look at the bay area and i think the bay area is something like 40% or something like that and if you can if if you're working and your realtor calls you and says there's this perfect house in the neighborhood I know you've been looking for a couple months boom here it is let's put an offer in on it now and you're okay we've driven down that street once maybe don't recognize that exact house i think i might do that um but if i don't know the community i don't know the school district if it's not in the right one and i yeah. haven't really done the research i wouldn't do it i'd have to do a little you know and then but then yeah. the offers somebody else has got an offer accepted and and then you lose it that's why we're seeing this kind of activity
0: okay i'm mostly with you with that said, <laughs> it's 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 kind of a crazy concept to buy a house site unseen, but people have to do it if they're gonna be the first offer. Um last week I went to see a home that um I didn't really want. It was a compromise and you know I love this story, by the way. And some people would be like, never buy a house, it's a compromise. Never buy a house it's a compromise. I was like, You had some, yeah, do- you had some doubts. But, I know you did. It, like, it gets me there. I could I could fix like it had a cheap door, I could buy an expensive door, it had some things that could be and then, seventeen minutes later, there was. I pull in to talk to my realtor at ten thirty. He goes at ten twenty five. Someone just put this house on the market
1: seventeen goes, minutes ago, or something like that. He goes, "Let's go
0: take a look." And it was it was the one. So, and by the end of the day, a hundred people had looked at it on Zillow. Yep. So, like, it was you don't get a lot of time. You had your offer markets. in that night. Next day, it was accepted. Something like that. Yeah. So. And then the work falls on you, and then the work falls back on me, and then the work falls on, you know. The realtor, yeah. And then you're like, what does this mean?
1: <laughs> you're also saying, what did I just do? <laughs> like,
0: didn't they get record snow last year? And, like,
1: uh,
0: but anyway, neither here nor there. Um, sight unseen, it's crazy. Sacramento to me, I like, I could never do it. It's just too hot for me. And then you go, but don't people like hot, like uh, the desert and... Phoenix and I'm like, yeah, but Phoenix doesn't have that income tax. <laughs> like, I see why some people would do that per se, They're, it's a much friendlier state. Uh, Arizona is to retirees. So, your parents chose a, a retiree state.
1: They did. Yeah, uh, they, they chose Sparks, Nevada. Uh, they've loved it. It's for them. It's a, it's kind of a. Uh, staging point for most of their travel that they do, and they've really done a good job with that. Uh, they just spent two weeks up in Portland and you know where their family is, and you know I think a lot of people are, can start doing that in retirement, looking for places that minimize taxes and give they them opportunities. They let them into Portland without tattoos. Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Did they escape Portland without tattoos? Barely, barely. Anyhow,
0: retirement planning seminar coming up March 8th, Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30. It's at the Crown Plaza Hotel, Foster City. Meet myself, CFP, Chad Burton, Tony Mendez, Michelle Lerman. Uh, Absolutely free. Use the code RADIO25. It's probably the only time we'll be in San Mateo. So join in Rebel Show. Sign up for RADIO25. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do really seriously 100% mean that. I know that there's a lot of things you could be doing. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for telling people about the show through the years. Um, I talked to my old CNET boss the other day, because I try to do that every year, and then it turns into every three years, and like, I'm very, very, very grateful, and uh, a lot of people have invested time and effort into me. I've put a lot of effort and time into you, and... I pledge that if you listen, I'll do my best, and um, you can always find me, whether it's a radio station or a TV station. I'm not going away. I'll figure out ways to live on Facebook or YouTube and other areas. I like talking stocks a little bit too much, um, and mortgages and investing. And again, the jobs report, as long as we have that, don't get too freaked out right now. Now, if you know, you see a nuclear bomb coming across the sky, which, for the record, the South Koreans know how to throw uh, joke shows um they did one where people were interviewing for a job and the window behind them they basically show a nuclear strike so they just put video in into a window <laughs> Say what? oh and you're just watching people panic you can't do that in the united states because you're gonna get sued someone's gonna you know bump their head and sue the producers and all the funds taken out of the practical joke So anyway, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoansource dot com, BayAreaLoansource dot com. What's that product
1: out there right now? Is it FHA? Is it conventional? Is it Uh, it Jumbo? Jumbo, yeah. Uh, Jumbo guidelines have really helped a lot of people get into um, good products with lower down payments. Uh, A lot of the rates have been very, very good. In fact, a lot of Jumbo products are better than what they call a lot of um, high balance conforming. So you don't have to go to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac just to get a good rate now. Um, so, and, and that, that includes using the arms. Um, one of the things that we kind of track is what we call arm usage. And that's actually gone up quite a bit in the last year. Um, it's not big. It's only about six point seven percent of all transactions are arms. Uh, we expect to see that go up a little bit, especially when we see home prices, you know, reaching the, the million to two million dollars in, in places like the Bay Area, LA, and a lot of the cities in the United States. And you're looking at a half point to a whole point difference in rate. And you're like, oh, I can get a fixed rate for se- seven years, and I'll pay. You know, thirty, you know, three or four thousand dollars a year less because I have this this jumbo arm. Um, so there are some hot products out there. Uh, FHA and uh, is not very popular here in the Bay Area, but Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, you know, they continue working on improving their guidelines. So uh, we do our best to present, you know, all the options. I mean, that's that's the best thing you can ask for from a loan officer is t- to get the options. One of the things that's kind of
0: interesting about all this right now is. Um, We've got a friend up in Napa. You've known him for a while, and uh, he got married, and he owns a wine kind of restaurant, and he wants to spend a couple of years like touring Italy with his bride and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he's got a home up at Napa, and he's, he said, "Should I rent it while I'm away?" I'm like, "Do you want to live there again?" Because it's a high-end neighborhood. So yeah, I'm like, "Well, there's your answer." Sometimes it's like, do you want the eight hundred thousand dollar home, or do you want the really nice one for nine twenty-five? It's going to cost you an extra. Two thousand dollars a year um, in mortgage payments. Like sometimes the answer is like, I want the nicer one, but um, I'm like, you realize like if you rent your house, you could have the option of losing a little bit of money. Someone pays some principal. Maybe it's not ideal. Maybe it loses a little bit of the romance for you. Maybe you get a bad renter. Um, but I said you would still have that option. Where I was like, if the next two years with you know if there's another fire up in Santa Rosa area and more houses burn down, housing is, is in demand there. So I, I think his his home value will likely go up and maybe potentially
1: push him out of the market. Yeah, a lot of uh, unfortunately that also brings up the fact that not every house is quality, even though the price may seem like it's a quality house, and then that's that's the difference between that eight hundred and nine hundred thousand dollar house. It may not be here, but uh, up in Napa or other places in in California, uh, and you you really need to trust your, your realtor to. Um, If you're buying a, a property and you want it, you just go, okay, I, it's an extra $2,000 a year in my mortgage payment to afford that house. Does it make sense? And sometimes it does. You know, a lot of people rather spend more money on that quality home rob and get that return. And that's, it's like a car you know, you, okay, that car is really cheap, but it's also going to depreciate a lot faster. Um, and the same thing can happen with a the house, the the, the the crappier neighborhoods, the, cra- the house in the crappier neighborhood is going to fall faster than the one that's in the nicer neighborhood, but it costs you more. So uh, it's all about what you can afford and, and you can handle and what lifestyle you want. And that sometimes that, uh, that extra money is going to get you that lifestyle. Mortgage rates. Do you lock them today or do you wait <laughs> crystal ball? Do you have one? Uh, it 's it 's tough um you know we 're looking at- po- po- probably a rate hike very soon uh, and possibly two or three more this year, depending on what happens trump 's pretty volatile um, the market 's pretty volatile the yields go up when they're not supposed to the yields are going down when they 're not supposed to uh, which kind of really really put a wrench in it I think you if you 're refinancing you get your application in and you float and you wait for those dips. Like we had a dip yesterday and today, then all of a sudden it went back up, you know, the yields up to 2%, uh, not to 2, percent two, but two percentage points. So, and then you can pull the trigger when you're ready as a purchase. you You, you, you get ready the same way and you make a decision based on your budget.
0: You can find Tony Mendez at com. It's com. He also does the show here Thursday evenings at 6 o'clock with his partner, Gordon Hines, talking real estate, talking mortgages, and much, much more. You can meet Tony, myself, CFP, Chad Burton, Michelle Lerman, March 8th. That's less than one week from today. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. It's going to be in San Mateo on 92. Uh, the Crown Plaza, 1221 Chest Drive, 630 to at 630 to next Thursday the 8th. In the Crown Plaza, um, you can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Need a loan, contact Tony Mendez. He's doing one right now for me. It's robblackshow.com, code RADIO25 for the seminar.
1: We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, is D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech, you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24 7 at SNC.tv and on Local Now, Channel 525.